0: Hey, welcome to the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast with me, Rob Cosberg. Every week I interview thought leaders and experts who have used the book to grow their income and their impact. So tune in weekly for these interviews so you can learn how to use your own best-selling book and go from hunting for clients and opportunities to instead being the hunted. All right. Hey, welcome, everybody. It's Rob Cosper here. Excited to uh, bring you another episode of the Publish, Promote, Profit podcast. Got a great guest for you today, Christine Hansen. She's an award-winning business coach and consultant, runs a boutique service for online entrepreneurs, creatives, coaches. And, uh, she's been featured all over. She's a, a sought after speaker for over a decade, uh, has spoken on the TEDx stage in France. Very, very cool. Uh, been featured in Entrepreneur, Forbes, Business Insider, National Geographic, and now finally the published <laughs> profit podcast. So. <laughs> Christina is also the best-selling author of "Sleep Like a Boss" and has a new book coming out in January of this year, focusing on her online business uh, coaching and consulting. And we'll talk a little bit about that too. So, Christina, uh, thanks so much for taking the time, and uh, great to be with you today.
1: I'm excited. Thank you for entrusting me with the ears of your listeners.
0: Love it. Love it. So tell me again, what is the name of the book you have coming out in January? Talk to me about the topic of that because that really is your expertise now. But we do want to talk a little bit about the book that you published, uh, I think it was about five years ago, because that has done yeah. some cool things for a business that you're no longer focused on, but you still own. So so what is the new book? Let's mm-hmm. let's start there and start kind of with your expertise.
1: Yeah, so my new company is Christine Means Business, but the book is called We Mean Business. And that's really what it's about. It's about creating a business, but in the online space. Yeah, So it's always been my passion. I always enjoyed building businesses and helping others. And it's just something that I naturally kind of... Yeah, enjoy doing. I know a lot of people have a passion to start a business. They know they want to bring something to the world, but then there's a lot to it. You know, most of the time we have an, a skill set and expertise and knowledge, but the whole piece is of running an online business, suddenly having all kinds of different departments, having to do it all yourself can be very overwhelming and sometimes you underestimate it. So we mean business is basically a very, very practical guide all encompassing on all the different pieces of building a business and people can go through it chronologically. They can also just pick a chapter of something that they focus on. And we really go from the nitty-gritty of marketing to tech to planning things out, content creation, but also into personal development and personal health, you know, making sure that you actually still like yourself and also the business you are creating. So the book, I think it's, it's really going to be very, very fabulous. And at the same time, I'm also creating a hybrid of an audio version with an audio course. So I love audio. So I really want to merge the two together. So it's going to be fantastic for everyone who is interested in in building a business online.
0: Love it. So it is exclusively focused for online entrepreneurs, right? Those that want to, you know, maybe uh, control their schedule more, maybe, you know, build something large, but also perhaps be a solopreneur that has a great lifestyle business, something...
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'm all about making a lot of money while keeping it very simple. Yeah. I feel a lot of the time people have big visions and they make it really difficult or very complex. And more than once have I seen people who started out with me suddenly, yes, having success, but also having so many people on payroll and so many plates to spin that it's not fun anymore. And I really am proving some strategies that help you to create a foundation that you can easily grow, but not in a complex monster way. You know, you can... Make a lot more money later, but without having to, you know, without your ROI or without your profit margin being just as small as it was when your business was small. I think that is really something that I've observed a lot that has scared me a lot, you know, that held me back because I didn't want to become a huge team business. I'm not a team player. I don't like it, but I do love my business being very profitable, but very simply structured. So that's really where the book is going towards
0: love it love it and so in your business christine means business very cool um (laughs) is your focus on any particular demographic do you find any demographic that you know is more attracted to this idea of working online being focused in an online business and and a follow-up i want to talk through kind of the pillars of building it but but talk to Mm -hmm. me first about you know who's attracted to this kind of thing
1: That's a very good question, because typically what we do in online marketing, and not just in online marketing in general, when you start a business is, okay, when you start out to write something or to produce something, create your perfect person and write it for them. And what I found is actually that a lot of the time you create a whole beast on an assumption or on lots of assumptions, and that can go tremendously beautifully wrong (laughs) you can (laughs) and i've seen it over and over where i assumed i knew who i was catering for where i assumed i knew who would be interested and then as i started to work with people as i saw who would be attracted i figured out it is completely different from what i actually set out to do and then i had to recalibrate so instead what i did this time and what i now do consistently in business and what i teach my people is that I always create for myself first. I always create from what I want, what I think I would n- have needed, what yeah. I had been looking for. And it's just for me. So my formula is really for me, for you, for us. But I am at the, I'm the center of my own universe, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. You know, if I don't like it, then it doesn't work. And that yeah. was a little bit an issue with my, my first book where. I went more from, which was Sleep Like a Boss, which was what the Sleep Like a Boss company, where I meant more from the marketing, okay, I'm going to provide something for others to have it drive business towards my business, which it did, but it's a very different perspective. I feel a lot better about this one. Yeah. Also, because when I talk about it, I'm just a lot more excited about it.
0: Yeah. You know, it's interesting that we're going down this path. I have a a very good friend who is a very well-known speaker, and she was approached by uh, a traditional publisher to write a book and on a particular topic and to a particular audience, which she did, and the book became very successful, major bestseller, perennial bestseller, hundreds of thousands of copies. And it attracts to her exactly the wrong person. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, obviously, money a lot of money has been made from the book, but the book is not attracting the kind of client that she actually wants. And so, to your point, you know, people really need to think in terms of what kind of book they want to write to a, to attract the right kind of client to them in a business mm-hmm. that they'll really enjoy. And I like that. So the pillar is uh, me, you, us is kind mm-hmm. of the idea, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything selfish about that. I think, you know, business should be created to serve you and not the other way around. Now, of course, it needs to serve its customers and and its community and hopefully make a positive difference in the world. But who wants to do it? as the owner and the founder if they're not having a good time that sounds horrible exactly so
1: exactly and it happens all the time I'm really surprised or not even surprised anymore but a little bit heartbroken when I see people after 5-6 years in business when everything starts to go very well and they're actually tired of it you yeah. know they're tired of who they attracted all these years and now these people are serving them you know it's not that anything's wrong with the business and right. even the opposite it can be very fruitful. But then you're at this crossroads where you are, okay, I actually need a pause, I actually need perspective, and then I need to decide what to do. Will I continue with this with a business that serves me very well, but it's not actually exciting me anymore? Yeah. Am I burning it all down and I start again? Or do I change different things? Yeah. So what I really try to do is to really work with people and lead them and guide them to try to avoid that as much as possible. And it's not, I mean, right from the bat, you are going to change. We all change, especially right. when building a business. There's no bigger personal ex- personal development journey than being a business owner. Yeah. But I think your core, core values will stay the same. And actually being brave enough to use those first, that is a great step.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Well, well said. Let's talk a little bit about the, the nitty gritty. Um, obviously, <laughs> you, need a, you need to figure out what you want first and who it is that you want to serve. That is absolutely the place to, to begin. How does someone actually go about doing that? <laughs> like is is there a, right I mean, because you know yeah. I mean, uh discovering yourself and I mean, I talk to clients all the time that have been wanting to write a book for a long, long time, and yet are really struggle with what mm-hmm. should I write and 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 you know, I feel like I have ten books in me, but they don't write any of them, right? It's a very <laughs> common kind of thing, even you, you wrote your first book and you're like unhappy with it i mean you're it did good things for you, but it you know it it's not what the second iteration. So how do you, what is this process of self-discovery, if you will, to, to figure out your core values or to figure out where your business should be going?
1: I think it can be very scary in some ways because we are so not used to actually looking at ourselves and to putting ourselves first. It's just a concept that we haven't grown up to, right. to do, you know, you, you try to please yeah. others first, yeah. you know.
0: Mom and dad said so, I should be a doctor.
1: <laughs> exactly right. so, you know. so it's and even those you know
0: yeah and and, and <laughs> they i choose i, I have lots of friends that in doctors first. and and they hate it i mean you know, or anyway. they
1: choose what they want yeah. you know they choose their specialty work towards their specialty because that's what is interesting to them Right. so you know i think that's the first step the other thing is not to be afraid of then you know, standing behind that idea. And one metaphor that I use, and I stole that from Anne Lamott, and it's a lighthouse metaphor. And she talks about the lighthouse. And a lighthouse is there to shine its light to lifeboats. And then, but a lighthouse itself stands firm to the ground. And that's how I see us as business providers as experts whatever we bring to the world we shine our light with who we are with what we offer and you have to trust and it's just a truth we are billions of people on this planet but the people looking for exactly what you offer the way you offer it are already there it's your job now to help them to see you to find you and that's it. It's not your job to wobble down to the beach and to rescue others or persuade them to work with you. It always goes wrong. It right, always right. ends up with ungrateful clients and yeah. who are looking for a way to wiggle out of their contracts or whatever. So I think... That's mindset of, okay, I know who I am. I'm actually brave enough to stand my ground and I'm showing up to be found, but that's it. I'm not here to find clients or whatever, but rather I'm here for them to find me and then to see if we're fit. That changes yeah. so much, you yeah. know, in the whole relationship and in who you are and how you value yourself. And obviously there's depending on how you grew up with what kind of voices you have. For example, I'm just a negative person. It's obviously also up to you to decide whether you want to stay that way or whether you want to change. I mean, you can change at any time. It's always a choice. And I know that some people are very firmly grounded in that belief, but a belief is just a belief. It's not a fact, right? So... There you can go as deep as you want. I mean, I've been doing thorough and I'm still not done personal development. So I probably change again in five, ten years. And that's what I tell people when they tell me, ask me, what's your five-year plan? I was like, I don't know. I change. I mean, every five to ten years, I change directions completely. It's just the way I love my life. Right. I'm a serial killer. It's just the way. And I allow myself to do that versus asking for approval, seeking approval, maybe not asking it, but secretly seeking it. Once you have the realization that it's just you in the end, that helps yeah. a lot, I think. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's a deep thought. Uh, <laughs> let's, go, <laughs> let's go back to online business. Uh, <laughs> um, talk to me about the pillars of We Mean Business. You know, What are the pillars of building an online business? You know, once somebody figures out who they're meant to serve and and uh, they're excited about moving in a direction, you know, what, what are the things they need to pay attention to?
1: So we talked about the first pillar already just now, which is branding and niching. That, okay. to me, figuring out who you are, that's yeah. branding. Yeah. And it's yeah. niching at the same time because you, you, you're unique. There, we're done. Number two that I find is really important that a lot of people don't like doing, but it's really important is to actually really brutally and honestly and non-judgmentally face your numbers. Mm. I find that a lot of people have issues with what to charge and then even if they have an idea to be brave enough to charge and it all comes from actually knowing your numbers, how much you need to make and then how much you want to make and also, you know, really analyzing how much time you collapse for the person that is purchasing from you Mm -hmm. or how much joy you create for them or whatever it is that you sell. Right. So knowing your numbers knowing your time, then you can create packages. So that's the second pillar. The third pillar is then the online world. The online world is complex. You know, people will throw all kinds of turns at you, you know, funnels and lead magnets and CRMs and ESPs and all kinds of things. And in the beginning, people are just like, I'm panicking, I don't know what this means. And so it's about getting to know how all these pieces connect, how they talk to each other, what the traditional way was, you know, the typical lead magnet opt-in emails funnel sale, how that is also changing in a way, how you can change it to a way that's completely you. I will be changing pretty much everything to audio, not much written left because hmm. funnily enough, I'm an author, but I really hate writing. Yeah, so absolutely. I do everything audio and I have a, a ghostwriter writing it for me, yeah. but That's, you know, giving permission to play around with that as well. And then we have content creation. Because in the end, you do need Google to be your best friend. Mm -hmm. We'll take a little bit of time. Google is not a one-night stand. It needs some whining and dining. (laughs) And you need to feed it content, you know. You just need to woo it over a few months at least. So I'm giving certain tools of how you can do that as easily as possible or as efficiently as possible without you spending time and time on that. And then the last one is global outreach. Things like this, you know, things like being on podcasts, collaboration, Mm -hmm. All of these things to make sure that you get new people to find you, which is your job ultimately, that and working with people who already trust you. Those two things are essentially the only thing you should be spending time on at the end of the day. So those are the five pillars from content wise. And then in the book, I also go into how to stay healthy, not in terms of you need to take vitamin C or anything like that. But what are some... Typical traps that we can face when, especially as a solopreneur in the beginning, with all the things to do with the ups and downs of entrepreneurships, you know, with pandemics happening, you know, with things turning your world upside down, how you can a little not predict, but how you can be aware of these things and navigate them.
0: Yeah, love it. Great. Like platform for people to build on what you just outlined. Mm-hmm. So tell me moment of truth here. I've been in the online space for a long time, probably like you. We spend millions of dollars on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, advertising, paid advertising. Uh, in the beginning, it was so hard, such a failure. I spent so much money, lost so much money, did it so wrong. Uh, how long did it take <laughs> you to, you know, kind of start? figuring out, you know, which pieces worked and, and uh, you started getting a positive ROI from your marketing and all of that stuff.
1: So interestingly, ads never worked for me, mm. especially because I was sleep like a boss. Facebook, YouTube, all of those guys would see the word sleep. Mm. And they would automatically assume it was some dodgy, you know, sex side. And it was just oh. like, literally, you guys, this is you know, you had a picture of someone sleeping, it would be like nudity and profound language. <laughs> oh, it's literally just someone sleeping, you pervert. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just like AI is still so pretty
0: stupid right now.
1: <laughs> it was, yes. And in the health space, I have to say right now, it is very, 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 very difficult yeah. um, because there's so much censorship. So even if you push your ad through, they won't show it to anyone. Right. So getting your relevance score up was. It was a nightmare. It was like every expert just, you know, they, they just hit a wall. So I actually dropped paid advertisement for Sea Blacker Boss completely. So all the successes that we got were through PR Mm. and through global outreach. Awesome. And we did a really good job partially because I launched strategically and February 2016, which was when Arianna Huffington launched the sleep revolution. So it was very easy for me to write the picky tales on that. And that's how I consistently build momentum. I always look at what's happening, what kind of trends are happening. And then when journalists and so on can't get access to The expert or the you know phenomenon, then I'll just swoop in and I just write a post about it on LinkedIn or on Medium or you know a podcast episode, and that's how I get a lot of traction and how I get featured in all of these magazines and so forth. So it was very easy for me to build a huge platform that way, and that's what I still do with Christine Means Business. I mean, this business I officially only started this year in January, January 2021. And things like these, like podcasting, getting to know people that way, relationships with journalists—you know—that helped me a lot more and is much more cost-efficient than yeah. the ad spend. Having said that, though, I am trying again in the first time in years with Facebook ads with a self-liquidating funnel. Um, with a very different product, nothing to do with the book. And we're starting on first of December 2021. So in a couple of weeks, we're going to start and tweak. Because I'm gonna wait after Black Friday what people learned as everything is changing all the time. And it's one of my favorite quotes: it's the internet, who the hell knows? You know, it's (laughs) it's literally the wild west. So we'll see. Um, but I'm excited to see what they've learned and then trying things out having a budget and being very also being aware of it's not gambling you yeah. know like yeah it's works, testing
0: the the, but, the I think exactly. the right attitude to have towards it is is number 1 you're not failing uh you're testing and some things exactly. work uh, I think it was Edison who famously um you know attempted 10,000 times to create the electric light and and eventually did And so he found The the test that worked And it's the same for For us And you know Your business Christine Mead's business Is a lot different Than the sleep business And certainly There is a big market For your your services. Um exactly. So I, I bet it will work. I mean I know a number of people that do, you know, free plus shipping funnels. You can use your book as a as a free plus shipping funnel. My my book has been a fantastic self liquidating offer, SLO. And I, I bet yours could be too. So yes. Cool.
1: And that's how it's designed. That's the audio course that goes with it, getting people to know me, then establishing myself at a second level which is where travel experiences for experienced entrepreneurs come in it's all i think you need to have a big vision and then see how the different steps work towards that and some people will get lost throughout which is fine But i also think you do need to know from the beginning even even starting with the smallest piece what your ultimate goal is yeah And that way, you will already position yourself in a way that is going to alienate some people, and that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, And it's going to keep the right people in your sphere.
0: Like a magnet, right? Attract the correct ones and repel uh, those that uh, aren't a good fit. So, awesome. (laughs) Love it. Love it. So… Last kind of thought or question You know I know that your primary focus Is not the sleep like a boss And both that book And that that business But you did use that book And that book has attracted You know Clients and customers Into that business Talk to me a little bit About what you did there What what some of the successes were Around using your book To get whatever Customers Speaking engagements PR Whatever it was that, That built that platform
1: Yeah, I think the book where I actually adored my book as was getting opened the door for a lot of speaking engagements. I have always been converting very well from public speaking. It's one of the things that I just like doing. So working or talking to teams, you know, for speaking opportunities, telling them, you know, we will be bringing books that people can get either at a discount or we can do it, you know, if you self publishing and you have it in stock, then you can share part of the sales, you know, that was very often one of the things that sealed the deal to nice. get exciting speaking opportunities. I think that was the way that I liked using it the most. It's also astounding. <laughs> I find how people use the book so even now if I I just had a speaking engagement for EY and previously Ernst Young one of the biggest accounting firms in in the world I didn't um for EY Luxembourg I had um, a talk and I brought like a box of like 10 books in them. And I was like, you know, you can afterwards do a giveaway, whatever you want to do with them. And weeks later I saw someone and he was like, I read your book. And I was like, how, you know, I don't say about, I don't tell anyone. And he was like, yeah, but someone from a friend to a friend knows that I have trouble sleeping and they got your book at that talk. And so they gave it to a friend who gave it to me. And I was like, that's, fabulous you know and i was like well my team members will take care of you but you these books are just awesome i think they are always great gifts for people they are non-brainer investments you know having something in your hand can work really really great as giveaways they're awesome too and also if you have clients to give them as a little bonus you you have them you have the ebook version it's you don't need to put any effort into it again but it's a great bonus I mean if we have Black Friday coming up but never something you want to do I'm not a big fan of discounting but I am a big fan of adding value yeah so books are awesome for that so for me using it to seal the deal for speaking engagements has been my favorite way of using the
0: love book love it Love it. Great advice, Christine. Hey, thanks for being on. Uh, Let's give some links. Where can people learn a little bit more about you uh, when the time comes in January? Get your book, that sort of thing.
1: Beautiful. So you can find me at christinemeansbusiness.com and I have actually a course or book sample, an audio sample for you. So if you go to christinemeansbusiness.com forward slash course hyphen sample, you will get something for your ears. It's basically the first introduction and chapter of every section of the book where you'll hear me talking and adding some thoughts of mine. It's very casual, so it's fun. You can listen to it wherever you want to go. And then I am on pretty much every social media platform. The most stalking one would probably be Instagram. I think if you watch my Instagram stories, that's where you get to know most about who I am. And then on my website, you have the blog where you get to know about the business. So, That's how I kind of split my different personalities. (laughs) Awesome.
0: Awesome. Thank you. And thanks for the free gift. Um, So if anybody wants that, business.com forward slash course dash sample, correct? Exactly. Awesome. We'll put that in the show notes also for you. So very cool. Christine, thanks for being on. Uh, You've been a great guest and thanks for sharing your wisdom and really great stuff today.
1: Thank you. Talk soon. Bye.
0: Bye.